1: ny or text hope ny in new york
2: hey everybody welcome to lettermanrow.com i am jeremy birmingham this is a birmanology we are talking to ohio state recruiting targets and commitments from around the country today we're going to welcome in bennett christian the ohio state 2022 tight end commitment from georgia to talk about his summer his first visit to ohio state the loss of benji gosnell from the buckeyes recruiting class and more so without further ado let's get to the show. Welcome, Ben Christian, to the show. It's been a while, man. How are you?
3: I'm good, man. Just living life. Good to be here.
2: It's been a a fun summer for you, I'm sure, Uh, highlighted, of course, by your official visit to Ohio State. Bennett, the first time for you to ever be on campus at Ohio State as a commit, uh, as a person, actually, and get a chance to talk to the coaches. I know you visited there on your own before committing, but take us back, if you can, to that official visit weekend, the June 4th weekend, and what it was about for you and the other commits in, in building this class of twenty twenty two?
3: Um you know, it was huge. You know, finally get to see um all the guys and guys who aren't committed and stuff and get to see your coaches for the first time. Um, you know, it was it felt like a lot of you know, steam building up over the months and uh the COVID year. So uh, finally get to see Coach uh, Coach Wilson, you know, talk to Coach Day and um all the other guys, you know, it was really big. It was it was really good.
2: Now for you uh, making that trip I mean is there any sort of trepidation heading into it Bennett like oh maybe things are going to feel different in person maybe maybe I'm not going to get along with everyone I mean I I know you guys talk all the time you have your group text you have all of the different ways you communicate video games etc but it's still different when you meet people in person was there any sense of that like heading into it like man what if what if this guy's really a jerk and I don't like him?
3: Right. I mean, not really, because you already know, like, I guess you can kind of get like, a good sense of someone's uh, personality through, you know, the virtual world. So, um, it, you know, seeing those guys, felt like I knew them for like, you know, a year or so. It was, you know, it was none of that. It was, it was, it was like, it was like we all, we all already know each other. So it's just t- you know talking person,
2: you know, for, for the class of 2022, you guys still are the top ranked class in the country. You've had, uh, you know, a fairly eventful couple weeks, if we're being honest, that uh, for you personally, Um, you know, you see maybe your entire role in the, in the class changing now that there's only one tight end commit as, as, as Benji Gosnell reopened his recruitment, Benji is someone that you were very instrumental in the bringing into the class of 2022. How hard is it as a player who you're obviously supporting him as a person, you know, you guys are friends, you obviously aren't going to, you know,
3: wish him poorly,
2: but is it hard to get that call from him? And how, how did you take that personally?
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it was extremely hard. You know, me and Benji were really close, and obviously you want the best for that guy, you know. You know, um, you want the best for him moving forward and what he thinks is uh, good for him. You got to support that, just as, you know, the friend aspect. But, you know, um, it, it is it is pretty, you know, aggravating at least, to say the least. I mean, the fact that he never got, like, you know, visits and stuff is just like, come on, man, like you got to visit at least. so. Um, You know, I don't blame Benji at all. It's his decision. You know, he said he prayed on it. So um, I think wherever he goes, you know, he's got to do really good. He's got to do um, outstanding. He's a great person, a great player. So he'll succeed wherever he goes. And I'm not going to ask you, Bennett, to give away state secrets here or anything. But obviously, you know, the plan for
2: your class from the start was to have two tight ends in it. Now you look at the roster, there's been some changes. G. Scott is in the tight end room. So maybe there isn't a need for a second tight end. What's been the discussion with the coaching staff about moving forward? Do you think at this point that it's going to be a one-man tight end class, or do you still feel like you're going to be out there trying to find someone
3: else to compliment? You? Um, you know, I think that's more of a coach day decision. Um, you know, as soon as he gives a word, if we're gonna take another one, I'll help recruit another one. If not, then you know it is what it is. I'm ready to go.
2: Now, how have you been working to get ready to go? Obviously, we've talked a little bit. We 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 talked in in uh, April when I was in Atlanta about your role in your offense there, um, you know, do you see that changing for you this season? Do you think that you're going to get a chance to, to catch the ball a little bit more?
3: Right. And that's, that's the plan. Um, hopefully get involved more in the passing game and hopefully just pass the ball in general more. So, um, you know, if not, if, I mean, I can still do stuff on my own. So, um, you know, just training on everything blocking because you never be too good in one area. So uh, just try to be the best I can before I enroll here in January
2: is there a sense when you go make that official visit to Ohio state and you finally get your first chance, not just to see the other guys in your class, but you get to go and look at what an Ohio state tight end is supposed to look like. You know, you get to stand there with Jeremy Ruckard and see like what it takes to get into that physical condition. Have you felt yourself ramping up like your, your workouts and your, your effort to get ready for January?
3: That's a good question. And yeah, definitely. Like seeing those guys and, um, you know, what, what even like seeing Sam, um, you know, I know I'm pretty sure he was he was less at two twenty-five coming in. He's up two forties already, just being there a few months. He's gone big. It's like okay. So obviously everyone's playing is to go in and um, you know, make an impact early. So that's what I'm best strive to do. So seeing that kind of gives you like a real world understanding, like, okay, um, you know, this is what I need to be. This is what I need to be at. So I'm playing play the season around two forty come in around 240 and, you know, probably get to 250s in the spring. And, uh, you know, obviously the, the goal is to not get too big so you can stay fast and still like that. So I guess we'll just see going into it what Coach Wilson wants to do. Do you think that, you know, Coach Moradi,
2: as he gets a chance to see you in person, I mean, they right. these guys, they all see the the profiles and they see you listed at 6'6", 215, 220. They see it changing. But – what, what, was, what was Coach Maradi's response when he saw you? Because I was – I'm going to tell you, I mean, I told you this back in April or May or March, whenever it was I was in Atlanta. Like, I was surprised at how how thick you've
3: gotten. I mean, you look like you've really put in some time and effort to, to get your weight up. For sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I didn't really get any one-on-one time with Coach Mick. I really wish I did. Um, he's an intense guy. So we kind of just um, – all the commits kind of went in there for the weight, you know, you know the train presentation and – So um, you know, I'm pretty sure I was sitting next to Gabe and stuff. So we were just all sitting in there and he gave the whole presentation. So I really get to talk to him one on one, kind of say, Hey coach, how are you and stuff? So I mean, um hopefully hopefully he liked what he saw and um you know can develop into what he makes me. I think that's the funniest part to me, Bennett, about the entire process of waiting like
2: 16 months to see these guys that you've been talking to because coach Wilson, he had no idea what you look like. I knew what you look like better than yeah. Ohio state coaches. I mean, were they surprised Absolutely. at what they saw?
3: Um, you know, I, I think I, I asked him, I was like, coach, you know, if I, um, am I, am I what, what you thought I was going to be? And this is to coach and not coach Wilson. If he was uh, a coach, coach Hinton said, no, we, I had no doubt that you're as big as you said. And it's kind of sad that that's even a reality that like he, the coaches had to trust how big you say you are and, that um you know you get to go a year the coach is just trusting and believing that you're actually six foot six and, you know it's it's you know it's weird but um you know I think I think they were happy with what they saw.
2: Uh, you know your class has been built slowly I mean you guys haven't had like a huge month like Penn State just had 12 commitments in the month yeah. of July uh, in their 2022 class. you guys are doing it a little more methodically. Um, you had all of the official visitors, pretty, pretty much the, the key guys, some of the, the non committed key targets were all on campus that same weekend of June 4th. One of those guys, and we got to talk about it, was Quinn Ewers, of course, uh, the country's yeah. number, number, number one ranked player. And how I, I don't ask, I'm not going to ask you if you've specifically talked to Quinn about his final decision as it's coming up here about potentially enrolling this year. How's that discussion with with him been though I mean did he tell you guys this ahead of time and was it just sort of
3: like wow or did it change anything about the way that the communication been um I know I personally did not know about it and uh, you know it's probably something with him and his family but um, you know I think I think it's still kind of with like him and his family he doesn't really want to like talk to anyone about it I'm not sure um, you know but just if I'm Quinn and I'm you know 18 years old, and I have a chance to make a million dollars right now. I know I'm, I'm gonna do it. That's, I mean, that's just me. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of, uh, guys would agree with that. But I mean, what I think whatever Quinn does, obviously he's an elite talent. He'll succeed in high school if he waits another year. If he goes now.
2: You know, Georgia's different than Texas, right? I mean, this is sort of the problem with the the name, image, and likeness legislation. All these things that are different. You guys in Georgia, are you allowed in Georgia to to make a profit on your name, image, and likeness right now? Are you allowed to sign a name, image, and likeness
3: contract? Uh, I don't think so. I I I mean, yeah, I don't think, I don't think so.
2: But some states are allowing that, and so you, you can sort of see how there's going to be this um, this chaos that's created, I guess, in the recruiting world because players like Quinn certainly are different, um you know, as far as marketing goes and not to knock you, but, you know, no. people are quarterback versus tight end, like your your opportunity is going to be a little different. Obviously, you yeah, may
3: this is how you it may is. Have
2: something at, at Altuna that people want. But, you know, for you, as you guys look at this class, do you then start to look at another quarterback? If, if this happens, do you do you and CJ and the leaders of the class start to pencil in guys? and say, OK, well, we need to find someone else.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel like, when if Quinn does go and fall, I mean, they're basically he's a 2021, 20, so you have four quarterbacks on roster. Um, you all, know, all freshmen, freshmen, all freshmen. You know, obviously, you would have to think either one or two guys are going to leave, uh, go somewhere else, and and then at that point, you'll probably be left with three or two. I mean, you probably know more about that than I do. Um, so you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe you take two and 23, uh, maybe you take one. I feel like, I feel like you just had to go, you know see how it happens. And, you know, if, if we do need to get another guy in 22, I guess, you know, a lot of guys are already committed to, so I'll, I'm not sure. You know, yeah, that,
2: that, that is the, that is the problem you run into. I think the top like 30 quarterbacks are all committed around the country. Exactly. and um, You know, it, because that position is so important to building a class and, and having that name there at the front. But, you know, I guess it is what it is for you as a tight end. The idea here has to be pretty exciting, no matter where who's at Ohio state quarterback, you know
3: you're going to be going in with a pretty experienced, but also very talented player. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, really, whoever's going to be quarterback is going to be you know one of the best players in the country. So, I mean, I'm fine with whoever's throwing me the ball.
2: Talk about your upcoming season, if you don't mind. I mean, Bennett for, for you and Ackworth, uh, Alatuna High School. Like, what what are you looking for to happen this season? What where did you finish last year? How do you see that changing this year?
3: Right, so, so my sophomore year, we made it to the state championship, fell short. Last year, we went the lead eight, lost by three points to a really good team. I mean, they had like two Clemson commits at receivers. They were, I mean, they had over ten Power Five commits. They were stacked. Um, you know, lost to them. This year, you know, like you know, we went to state. We lost this year. It's my senior year, last chance. we I mean, we're looking to go all the way and win it this time, not come up short. I mean, that's like what's getting preached around the weight room. Like, we are not falling short again. Uh, We're going to win it this year.
2: For you, um, what's the plan to get back to Ohio State? Do you have a game circle that all the commits are going to? I've heard the Penn State game is sort of in in the works.
3: Yeah, I want to go to the Penn State game. If that somehow doesn't work, then probably the um, Oregon game. But definitely looking at the Penn State game.
2: I guess, you know, moving forward here with your class of 2022, Bennett, people are always looking for the next one, right? What's next? What's next? Right. You've had a, a, a list of guys you guys have been talking to for a long time. There's Xavier Wampa, of course, who's very close with a number of the commits, Zion Branch, et cetera. Who's your focus now? I mean, who, who are you personally spending the most time talking with?
3: You know, I, I was hard on there. George for a while, we got him. That was great. Um, You know, I feel like kind of like obviously just Xavier – Guys like him, I feel like they're so crucial right now. Um, you know, we got Dallin. You know, we're, we're also pretty stacked up. I think I think we're going to get um, two more, one or two more O-linemen, um, either that's Cam, DuBerry, Ernest, or uh, Emile, whoever it could be. Um, you know, right, with,
2: with Addison Nichols is, an, is announcing today, because uh, this is being published on Monday, um, right. He's an, he's announcing today, and, and you and Addison have some, some shared lineage, right? I mean, right, it, yeah. it, he's got Tennessee roots. You've got Tennessee roots. You, you're you choosing to go to Ohio State. I think that he's going to pick the volunteers. But, you know, as you start to look at all of these guys in Georgia, do you feel like you have an opportunity, especially with some of the younger guys, to really kind of lead the way?
3: I think I, – I mean, I, I would hope so. You know, I mean, I hope I can be like a guy – who can, you know, influence people to leave the south and go north, you know. I mean, um, you know, me and Kojo are two Georgia kids going to Columbus, so hopefully some other guys think, that, well, they can do that too, you know.
2: What does it mean for you to have someone like Kojo nearby? I mean, have you guys got to know each other pretty well over these last few months?
3: we talked, but probably not as well as we should. Um, you know, Lambert's probably just an hour away. I, I go – or we went over there to play lacrosse and stuff, so, I mean, I'm pretty familiar with that area, so – Um, Everything
2: in uh, everything in Atlanta is an hour away.
3: Yeah, pretty much is how it is. It's it's spread out, so. You know, um, I
2: think it's fascinating as you guys try to meld all these personality types together because there are guys like Kojo who's a little bit more reserved, or or Gabe, or you know Quinn, or there's a lot of guys that are pretty low key, and then you have some some real vocal leaders like you and CJ and and Keon. How do you guys balance that out when you talk? I mean, is it always the same three or four of you that are doing the yapping?
3: Oh, uh, kind of. I mean, it's like, uh, in the group chat, it's just like, you know, CJ, me, and then maybe maybe Ryan and Kai or whoever it could be. Not not much Gabe, a little bit of Tegra, surprisingly. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, it's kind of like that. But I feel like they obviously talk way more in person. They're just not more like phone all the time, which is good. Um, you know, because in person, they're just like talk all the time, you know? Are you ready to, to, to move on? I
2: mean, you got a couple months left of high school, a couple months left at home there. What's your biggest concern as
3: you start to look ahead to January? What are you going to miss the most about home? You know, it's hard because, you know, like the main thing, I'm just so excited to go play college football, and that's my dream. And so now it's just like focus on what like this last few months here, do great in school, finish out strong, have this best season right here. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, I want to go play football in college, but it's, it's so kind of just like knowing that I had to finish it here first. And, you know, as soon as the season's over, then, you know, switch or flip the switch and get ready to go play at Ohio state. I, from, for a young guy, I mean, like yourself, I mean, as a teenager, a lot of
2: things in life are, I don't want to say done for you, but you have a lot of guidance, right? You have a lot of people showing you be here at this time, do this at this time. Is that the hardest part to figure out how to be in charge of your time management. And is there a way to start that early?
3: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, I mean, I wake myself up every morning and get up make some breakfast and leave, you know, um, my parents, I mean, usually these wake me up. I'm way past that. That was like elementary school days. So I've kind of, you know, managed my time for, um, you know, homework at this time, you know, uh, get to school this time. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at my time.
2: Well, I mean, it's, it's, Going to be a, these next few months are going to fly by, man. You know that, and hopefully you get a chance to enjoy it and, and be a kid. And I know that's one of the reasons why you committed early and wanted to have this all done so you could just focus on yeah. being a teenager. So, um, I want to let you enjoy your weekend and I know you got, you know, camp starting here for yourselves and, and the big okay. season coming up. So good luck down there at Alatoona. And sure. thank you for always being willing to come on the show and being a supporter of Letterman row. And as we move sure. on to our new network and the on three sports world, um, now that we're with, uh, you know, with Chad Simmons is working with us. So I'm sure you're going to see a lot of our logo around your high school. So thanks, sure. man. Appreciate you.
3: All right. Appreciate it, man.
2: That's Bennett Christian, Ohio State 2022 tight end commitment. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology. Head over to LettermanRoe.com for more Ohio State football and recruiting news. Thanks for watching.
0: Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament.
1: In Kansas, 1 770 Stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1 800 Gambler.net in West Virginia or call 1 800 522 4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call 800 327 5050 for support in Massachusetts or call 1 877 8HOPE.